0: EPL show on the Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. The MyBookie Turkey Day free play is back this Thanksgiving. That's right, up to a $250 free bet on the Texans versus the Lions, exclusively at... MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's ThriveFantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. And finally, we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just head over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. Follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. I've just got past the 2000 follower mark. Thank you very much. I'll be talking more about the Twitter interactions in a minute, but also check out my website, lockbetting.com where clients have had 18 days of profit so far, 20 days into the month. So just two losing days. And that includes winning on all of the soccer that's been going out during the international break. And if you guys think you've done well, just tailing the podcast, just imagine what the clients have done, getting additional plays as well. They also went eight and two yesterday with no soccer. That's because we swept tennis and went six and two on a American football, including landing our two big plays last night in the Thursday night football game. So if you want to get involved, head over to com and sign up. We've just posted a second set of NFL futures. That we like the look of for this portion of the season, and you can still go and get those by signing up to lockbetting.com. As for my Twitter account at sgp soccer, so happy with the interactions this week. Thank you guys for reaching out, leaving additional reviews, and realizing what we did last week. It was very, very special. We swept one shows seven and zero, and went six and one on the other so 13 in one overall across the shows including a lock sweep and that lock sweep meant that we ended up sweeping the entire year of 2020 for international football 12 and 0 across our 12 international locks for international football and we look to continue All of that momentum running into these domestic shows. Das Bundesliga show and the EPL show right here. So let's crack on with the selections for game week number nine right here on the EPL show. And we begin on Saturday morning with Chelsea's trip to Newcastle. Chelsea are the one to two favourites to win here. It's 18 to five to draw and it's 11 to two on Newcastle. Chelsea are on a very solid run of form and this is a very inconsistent Newcastle team, albeit a much better attacking Newcastle team. And that was always going to be the case with the business that Newcastle done in the summer. Um, Steve Bruce was speculated to be leaving and new owners were going to come in and they were going to sign a whole host of players. And um, Mike Ashley ended up doing that anyway. He ended up signing the likes of Callum Wilson. And Ryan Fraser from Bournemouth, they've changed their mentality towards games. They were a lot more tacking post-lockdown towards the end of last season as well. And they're a far more interesting team to watch. But the clean sheets have dried up. And you're coming up against a team who you don't want your clean sheets to dry up against. Or you don't want to be defending below the level you were last season. Because Chelsea are pounding in the goals. And if we want to talk about summer business, Chelsea obviously did the best business. They did the most business. They did the best business because some of these were great signings and they're starting to show what they're worth now because Chelsea are in the groove. Chelsea were unbeaten in eight games before the international break. Although Newcastle have scored in five of the last six encounters with Chelsea, Chelsea have notched three or more goals in six of their last eight. Premier League fixtures this term with Timo Werner Now, finding his form, bagging seven goals in his last seven appearances for Chelsea. It's going to be very difficult for Newcastle to contain this team. I think Chelsea pick up the win. I don't think there's much value, though, at one to two. So I'm going to go for the team total here. Um, You have Chelsea to score over 1.5 goals here at eight to 15. I think that one cashes relatively easily. It's a little bit more risky to take over 2.5 team goals here. And the price is indicative of that because you can get it at 8 to 5. You can play a little bit on the safer side and just go for the over two, which pushes if Chelsea find the net two times. And that one sits relatively bang in the middle of the two selections here at 10 to 11. So Chelsea over two team goals at 10 to 11, which pushes if they hit two but wins if they hit three. I think Chelsea will find the net three times, but this is a lower risk bet than taking over 2.5 team goals at 8-5, to five. although I do think there's significant value there. Looking at the goals that this Newcastle team have conceded, a head-to-head battle between two teams that have been attack-minded this season. here will end up seeing the better team inevitably score enough goals to win this game, and I think three goals aren't beyond the realm of possibility for this informed Chelsea team here against a Newcastle team that will give you the opportunity to score plenty of goals unless they come out of this international break and approach this with a different mindset and that's something that you've got to be careful with Um, sometimes coming off the back of international breaks teams don't look the same Chelsea certainly wouldn't have wanted it with the momentum they had and a number of international players they had but we rolled the dice here with over two team total here for Chelsea at 10 to 11 as the pick for this game up next, we look at Aston Villa at home to Brighton where Aston Villa are the close to even money favourites to win this game in most places. I'm seeing at 21 to 20 here. It's 13 to 5 the draw and it's 21 to 10 here on Brighton. I do like Brighton here on the double chance market. I also like there to be goals in this game. What I don't like is taking Aston Villa off the back of that drubbing against Arsenal for lack of a better term. Because that's exactly what it was. And we've seen this Aston Villa team hand drubbings to both Arsenal and Liverpool now for the aggregate scoreline of 10-2 in favour of Villa. That is going to attract a lot of public attention. And whereas Villa could win this game, we have seen letdowns from Villa. 3-0 home defeat against Leeds and a 4-3 home defeat against Southampton where they were 4-0 down and Southampton took their took their foot off the pedal, and that's why that looked more flattering, although a lot of those goals were scored late on. So I'm sceptical to take Villa here at the price. to do sense a letdown. Brighton, as I said, double chance market, four to six. But I also like the goals. Brighton don't tend to score enough goals for the amount that they create In games, their expected goal rate is nowhere near their conversion rate, although they have scored exactly one in each of their Premier League meetings with Villa. They have scored in seven of eight Premier League matches this season, so I do expect them to find a net here, although they are without a victory in six Premier League games, whereas Villa have won five of their seven Premier League games this season, which is why they are so talked about and in a solid league position. But as I said, I'll fade the data here. I'm sensing a letdown. I like Brighton on the double chance here at four to six but I also like the over because Brighton are managing to find the net and this is the type of game where Villa will struggle more. I almost think they'll find it easier playing against the big teams in terms of implementing a soak up and counter tactic. I'm not too sure if that'll work here against Brighton because we've seen them have difficulties against Southampton and Leeds and Brighton will be more similar to those teams where it'll be attack versus attack as opposed to Aston Villa sitting back and hitting on the counter attack when two teams are equal and taking turns in attacking. We've seen Aston Villa end up losing those shootouts against Leeds And against Southampton as well. And Brighton will be the team who are having most of the ball in this game because that is the way Brighton play. So you have a very good chance here of cashing the over at four to five in this one. And as that is the better price, then the double chance that probably for me is the strongest and safest play in the game. Up next, we move on to the game of the week, which sees Manchester City travel to Tottenham at 5.30 on Saturday. Spurs are the 3-1 underdogs. It's 3-1 also on the draw. And it's 4-5 here on City. City should win this game. They lost last season against Tottenham, which you can see on that um, comedic Amazon documentary that Tottenham have on Amazon Prime. Um Very, very lucky to come away with that with a win. City one point reduced down to 10 men after completely dominating the first half. Spurs ended up winning 2-0 with a very patched up squad. And here they have all of their full players in this game. And they're coming up a, in, against an inconsistent City team who I don't think should be favourites here. I like Tottenham to be able to avoid a defeat at even money. But obviously, my head immediately turns to the, the goals here because these two, these two teams are going to struggle to contain one another. Although Manchester City are improving defensively and Tottenham kept a clean sheet in their last game against West Brom, I think these two teams will end up going end-to-end against each other. I like over 2.5 goals combined with both teams scoring in this game before the price of 10 to 11. Tottenham have averaged 2.37 goals per game in the Premier League this season and are unbeaten in seven Premier League fixtures. Man City haven't lost for nine games in all competitions here coming into this so despite the fact they have been inconsistent they are putting a decent unbeaten run together and Son Heung-min is a player I have identified separately as he's scored four times in his last four appearances against City and he's massive plus money here to find a net in this one available at five to two. So lots of ways to go go with the goals sit back and enjoy over 2.5 goals and 10 to 11 here with a small lean on Tottenham being able to avoid a defeat and adding to their unbeaten run and um, I think both teams add to unbeaten run here because I just have this earmarked as a draw Um, a 2-2 draw in particular I like and that's paying out at 16 to 1 in this one for the game of the week between Tottenham and Manchester City on Saturday. Up next, we look at Manchester United hosting West Brom Saturday night, 8 o'clock, where Man United are the 4-11 favourites. It's 4-1 the draw and it's 8-1 here on West Brom. If Man United aren't able to look convincing here against West Brom, they have significant problems. They are available At three to fives, that's minus 160 here to cover a minus one on the Asian handicap line. And that pushes if they do just end up winning by one. But if I look at the data here for this game... I'm pretty confident taking the minus 1.5 Asian handicap line for plus money, plus 120, 6-5 here on Saturday night for Manchester United versus West Brom. Man United coming off a win against Everton. Again, the international window for them probably came at a time where they didn't want it, although that win came after a loss in Istanbul. So perhaps Ole and Solskjaer did need it to recess, and um, the break may have helped Man United, although they had a lot of players away on international duty, like Rashford, Martial, Bruno Fernandes, Paul Pogba, etc. Um, over 2.5 goals have been scored in five of Man United's seven Premier League games this season, and no club has conceded more goals in the Premier League than West Brom, who have conceded 17 already. Man United have scored three or more goals in six separate matches in all competitions this season. And uh, Bruno Fernandes individually has scored more goals from open play in the Premier League than any other midfielder since his arrival in England. So the penalty taker rep that he's getting, and yes, he is a penalty taker, is a little bit unfair because the, the tag that he gets is that he only scores goals from penalty. Well, the facts and the statistics, which are facts, disagree with you. So Bruno Fernandes is continually left off. He's having a very good season and he should carry Manchester United here to another victory. Fernandes I've identified like Song at the same price here of 5-2 to two to score any time. But I think Man United if they can continue scoring three goals, they've scored three or more goals in six separate matches in the Premier League this season. If they put up three here, they should comfortably cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line. I'm not expecting West Brom to penetrate more than once. I mean, West Brom shouldn't penetrate at all. Manchester United do have solid defenders and last season towards the end of the season they were managing to find some solidarity. I think mainly actually between the January to March period before the lockdown is where they were more most defensively astute. They did have a couple of bad games post lockdown, but They also had some decent clean sheets, including the final day against Leicester. So I would expect Man United to cover this easily and be able to shut this West Brom team down. But if they don't, you should have confidence looking at what Man United have previously done so far this season, despite the fact they've generally been bad that they will be able to find three goals and pick up their first home win of the season because Man United haven't got a home win yet this season. That's quite embarrassing at this point when we're this far into the season. So this certainly represents an opportunity to get one and to convince at the same time against a team that have already conceded 17 in the Premier League so far. So Man United minus 1.5 at 6-5 in this one on Saturday night at Old Trafford. Before we move on to Sunday's games, I want to talk about this incredible promo that we have every year with my bookie. Thanksgiving is about traditions like to duck with mashed potatoes and betting on football with my bookies Turkey Day free play offer. Now, I'm not being urged to say this, but I think this is the best offer I've ever seen from any bookie at all. It's your chance to bet up to $250 risk free on the early Thanksgiving game. Now, it's not the best game in the world, but with $250 risk-free, how can you not have a major interest in it? Pick the right team to win, and if your team is upset, your bet up to $250 is refunded, and it's refunded before the next afternoon game. Plus, here's why it's so good. The other offer that we plug every week is still on the go. New players will get their first deposit match halfway up to $1,000 to help add even more excitement to the greatest football weekend of the year. That's right. Make your first deposit and you'll get extra cash that you can use on parlays, teasers, props all weekend long, or even the selections here on the EPL show. Use the promo code SGP in order to claim your bonus and the free bet. And there's an even better part to all of this. That's just the beginning. My bookie has promotions all weekend long. Turkey Day Free Play, along with the sign-up offer, is just the beginning. Turkey Day Free Play is just on Thursday. That rolls into Black Friday boosted odds, and that finishes with buy one, get one free, cyber Monday night football. That's why my bookie call football season winning season. Check it out now. There's no risk. It's all gravy. Don't forget to use the promo code SGP to claim your freebies with my bookie. The best offer I've ever seen from any bookie bar none. Moving on to Sunday's games here. and We begin with Everton's trip to Fulham where Everton are the even money favourites to win this game. It's 29 to 10 to draw and it's 3 to 1 here on Fulham. Really, really like this price here on Everton. They won their first four Premier League games that haven't won since, but this represents a very good bounce back here against Fulham. Now, we faded Everton last time out. We picked up the statistic about Richarlison and how Everton struggle without him. And we ended up running with it and we took Manchester United last time out. Manchester United ended up winning that game. But we get back on Everton here. Richarlison, who, as we know, is a key player, is back in the team. He's having a very good season. Not only has he been influential over the years, but he's also been very good this season, scoring four goals in five appearances before his Everton suspension. So losing him for those three games was absolutely key. Everton, may have to score a couple of goals here, they may need the likes of uh, Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison and James Rodriguez to step up because only kept one clean shot sheet in eight Premier League assignments this season, but they should be able to find plenty against a Fulham team who've lost six of their eight Premier League matches this season and Everton are targeting their fifth Premier League win after winning their first four and not winning for four. This represents a very good opportunity to bounce back at a very good price. Everton at evens will be my pick for this one on Sunday morning. Up next, we have Sheffield United versus West Ham, where Sheffield United are the 2-1 underdogs. 23 to 10, the door, and it's 7-5 here on West Ham. West Ham are in decent form, and they should win this game against a Sheffield United team that cannot score goals. But it's very difficult to take West Ham because they're very inconsistent. Therefore, I lean more towards the under here, which is available at 4-5, because this Sheffield United team are struggling to score goals. They're in big relegation trouble. And I can already tell you that three... Out of just four teams will go down, either Sheffield United, Burnley, Fulham or West Brom. It'll be three of those four and Fulham and West Brom, they look doomed at the start of the season, but they could get out of it because Burnley and Sheffield United are so bad and if Fulham or West Brom can get any kind of run together or spend money and bring in key players in January, they could get out of this situation. For me, Fulham and West Brom won't, and they'll be joined by Sheffield United. I just trust Sean Dyche to get out of this predicament. The bookies have Fulham, West Brom, and Burnley as their main favourites, but I like Sheffield United at a price of 7-5. to five. They don't have the Premier League pedigree that uh, Burnley do, and although they are a team that play tough, they are also a team who are very much struggling to score goals, which is why we take the under- this one and we lean towards his team to get relegated as a future which you can pick up now at plus money at seven to five if they lose this game that seven to five won't be hanging around much longer although there is a situation where all four of these relegation teams could lose this weekend and nothing could be changed and I do honestly think that that could come to fruition in fact if anyone picks up any points this, this weekend I think Sheffield United would be my my favorites to do so because I do have all four of them losing but Sheffield United would probably be the weakest player which is why I'm taking the under here under 2.5 4 to 5 here in this one up next we look at Leeds versus Arsenal where Leeds are the 21 to 10 underdogs it's 13 to 5 the draw on Arsenal at 23 to 20 Arsenal, very, very, very inconsistent. Big things were expected of Mikel Arteta. They were the fifth favourites to win the Premier League, which really rang alarm alarm bells with me immediately because I saw Tottenham as the sixth favourites to win the Premier League and therefore Tottenham were lower in all markets that meant qualifying for the the top four and being in the top six. So I had a lot of futures bets that were relying on Tottenham to finish above Arsenal and that certainly looks like a good play. Don't like Arsenal's squad depth. Um, They don't have the depth of the likes of Tottenham, of Chelsea and other teams in the top six. I don't even think they have a depth of Leicester when Leicester have all of their players Back, um, They're relying on their key players. And when their key players don't perform, Arsenal don't win games. We've seen Aubameyang not perform at the start of the season when we've seen some very bad and inconsistent results against Arsenal. I do think this is an opportunity for Arsenal to win, though. I think Leeds are very tailor-made for him. This represents an opportunity for the likes of Aubameyang and Lacazette to get goals, especially on the counter-attack. Although I would prefer to see Pepe in this Arsenal team if that's going to be their tactic. And it's odd, though, talking about Arsenal implementing a tactic here against the Leeds team where Arsenal soak up pressure from Leeds but that really is a testament to how well Leeds have played this season. Their games have been full of goals. 31 goals have hit the net in Leeds' eight Premier League matches this season with over 2.5 goals cashing in five of Leeds' eight matches. Uh, Only three clubs have conceded more attempts per game though on average than Leeds so far this season so as I said there'll be plenty of uh, chances for Arsenal's players to get right and score goals here and uh, similarly to the Tottenham versus Manchester City game I like over 2.5 goals here coming. Combined with both teams to score at the same price of 10 to 11. And interestingly, as we move on to the same bet in the next game, the game I'm talking about here is Liverpool versus Leicester, where over 2.5 goals on both teams to score is available at 10-11. to 11. Liverpool are even money favourites to win this game. It's 11-4 on the draw and it's 11-4 on Leicester. The reason you're getting that price is because there's been a big overreaction to Mo Salah playing and for those people that support Liverpool who, who know their football you'll know that uh, Sadio Mane is far more influential than Mo Salah. Mo Salah does get more goals, slightly more goals than Mane and he's there to, to finish. I would say he's a slightly better finisher but his work rate isn't up to the level of Mane. Mane does a lot more work off the ball much like Firmino and if he's missing I tend not to play Liverpool but Sadio Mane isn't a big miss for me because you have a very good replacement in Jota who actually works hard and is proving himself to be an epic finisher I mean he scored six goals in his last five appearances for Liverpool including a trick against Atalanta so I think I would be more worried if Mane's not playing so I like Liverpool even but as I said my bet here for the third time is both teams to score with over 2.5 goals here at the same price of 10 to 11 so you're getting that here for three games I think I recommend playing all three of these this weekend because you're bound to hit two. I can't really see a scenario where you don't hit all three and sweep these with the data we have in front of us. But weird things can happen in the Premier League. But with Liverpool missing so many key defenders, along with Leicester also missing players too, I think that we can get that here. Five of Leicester's eight Premier League games have seen over 2.5 goals cash, whereas Liverpool's Premier League games have seen a whopping average of 4.25 goals per 90 minutes this season. With Liverpool only keeping one clean sheet in eight Premier League games and missing key defenders, they may need to score three times in order to win this game Therefore, that's why I like taking over 2.5 along with both teams to score for the third time on this show as opposed to taking Liverpool at evens, although I do think that represents value because, as I said, Salah is not a bigger miss as Mane would be and I have faith in Diego Jota coming into this team and being an adequate replacement for the Egyptian here. Moving on to Monday and we look at a game between Burnley and Crystal Palace where both teams are 17-10 to win it and it's 21-10 here on the draw I think you have to fade Burnley and continue to do so. I like Crystal Palace here as a pick here at 5-6. to six. The obvious play here is to go with the under 2.5 goals because Crystal Palace, despite the fact they've had some good entertaining games this season, they are d- mainly a defensive team, as are Burnley both teams won't want to lose this game. It'll be Palace controlling the game and with a key player like Zaha in their ranks, I think they'll be the ones able to produce the moment of magic that opens this game up. The under 2.5 goals here is available at 3-5. Obviously, significantly the favourite in the over-under market because of what the two teams have done this season and how they look. But I lean Palace here as a pick, much like I did when I took Palace to beat Fulham because Burnley looked really bad this season. It's very difficult to see whether like of Fulham, West Brom, Burnley and Sheffield United are picking up their points this season as we see significant bottom four with three or four of those going down and Burnley are among those four. Therefore, I'm going to take Palace here as a pick with a lean on the under here as well at three to five in this one on Monday. The final game we're going to look at here is Wolves versus Southampton. Eight o'clock here on Monday night where Wolves are the 13 to 10 favourites. It's 23 to 10 to draw and it's 21 to 10 on Southampton. Southampton for a short period went top of the Premier League. Therefore, I really think everything points to a letdown in this game. Southampton are without Danny Ings and yes, They managed to win their last game without Danny Ings. They managed to get a win against Everton at home, which took them to the top of the table. But you shouldn't think off the basis of that, that they are going to be fine without Danny Ings. Danny Ings is a very, very important player here for this team. He takes opportunities at the drop of a hat. Give him a half chance in the box, and he's a dangerous player that can score goals. And in a game where your chances are going to be very limited, you're going to want Danny Ings there. Don't get me wrong. Che Adams is a good player. And hes I've got him in fantasy. He's providing assists and goals. And he's a very, very cheap striker that you can have that is providing good points for you. But Danny Ings is a player that Southampton want back. And as I said, Wolves don't give up many chances. I think this spells let down for a Southampton team that went to the top of the table. Wolves and Southampton go level on points here at 16 points. And that's what I see happening. I think this is a good opportunity for Wolves to make the table look a little bit more normal with Wolves and Southampton. Southampton on the same points and taking Southampton out of the top four this weekend and uh, as I said that's mainly because Danny Ings isn't here if Danny Ings was playing I may feel differently because Southampton when they get the chances in this game and they fall to Danny Ings I'm confident that they're going to penetrate here against this Wolves team but without him I think um, if those chances are falling to Che Adams I'm not as confident I like Che Adams as I said I've got him in fantasy but I think that's a key player missing a big letdown spot I think they'll feel it here I think Wolves get the win and draw these two teams level in the table I like Wolves here on the money line here Monday night at 8-13 to against Southampton closing out with the lock on the show this is a difficult one for me because my lock here should be Manchester United but as a Manchester United supporter I don't want to be in that situation because here's the thing I like having a very good lot record. When I lose locks, I feel like it hurts my reputation. It also help hurts my client's bankroll because obviously I have clients paying me for picks. I have to suffer through that. Then I suffer the loss of money because I always automatically bet on my team. And then I'm pissed off because I've lost money and because my team have lost because I love my team. So there's four letdowns there locking up this Man United team. Even though all the statistical data points to the fact that Man United should comfortably cover this minus 1.5 Asian handicap. And I love it. At plus money. So take that information and do with it what you will. My lock's going to be Everton. I like Everton in this spot here on Sunday morning to bounce back against a very poor Fulham team. They haven't won in four. They get Richarlison back here. They're the far superior team. And I think they win away to Fulham here on Sunday. So Everton on the money line, even money, is going to be my lock on this show. Uh, no double lock for you guys this week. But if I did do a double lock, I would probably then take Man. And you, but it's just very difficult. Don't want to put myself in that situation where it's just let down, let down, let down, let down, and I'm very, very angry on Saturday night so that concludes this edition of the EPL show Das Bundesliga show will also be returning to the feed that'll be out shortly the European show returns over at lockbetting.com this weekend and next week we have the return of the Champions League here on the um, on the sports gambling podcast on the soccer gambling podcast you'll get the Champions League show where I pick a selection of games but over on lockbetting.com you get every game covered on Tuesday with a lock for Tuesday every game covered on Wednesday with a lock for Wednesday. And every game covered on Thursday in the Europa League with a lock for those games. And so far this season, we are 8-1 overall with that and 100% with our locks in the Champions League. So 100% locks on international football and 100% the Champions League. If you want to look, that, look to continue that over at LockBetting.com, there is no better time to sign up. LockBetting.com for the European show and all of the Champions League bonus shows next week. That is it for your EPL show this week. Good luck, guys, with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.